for the longest time now I've been wanting to record dialogue with myself because I feel that my struggles and the things that I've gone through in my life are personal to me but are things that quite a few of the people that I know have gone through or have experienced or are dealing with in one way or another not all people but I have met quite a few people in my recent years who who do share those similar struggles as mine never in my life have I ever been handed anything a step up or guidance or the right kind of support that helped me shape my future or my life they were all decisions I had to come to by myself or while dealing with a lack of emotional support and most of the time also while dealing with emotional neglect being super vulnerable in the world and not having anybody to turn to for support and advice for in case of emergencies so that kind of that kind of will leave you questioning sort of what those things were that you know one can encounter with lack of support lack of guidance emotional neglect emotional abuse to add on top of it you know you are this young person at first I was a teen you know 17 18 19 still a teen then I turned into a young adult and then I turned into an adult a 26 year old adult who has only recently sort of come to realize that there was there was times in my life where I had not been an adult like when I was 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 where I should not have felt like an adult but I have always felt like one which made me realize the dangers of not being allowed your youth and not being allowed your childhood because you grow up into this adult who isn't really able to differentiate between responsibilities of someone a young person and responsibilities of an adult you know because you grow up and there is a point where you're like you know what I do feel like an adult but you have to feel like a young person before you can feel like an adult you have to feel like a child like a teenager and then an adult and I never had that I never had the chance to feel like a careless child, a careless teenager before I was forced into adulthood. 
few months back. A feeling sank into my body and it was one of adulthood. And it dawned upon me that I truly am an adult now. That I guided myself and took myself to these places in life and elevated myself into adulthood. And with that came a feeling of grief. Grieving for my my childhood. Grieving for my teenage years. Not wishing that I could do them again in another way because I am ever so grateful for all of the lessons for gaining all of this wisdom along the way by learning things the hard way and not their way I'm grateful for my independence for being rock solid on my own for having unwavering emotions for having relentless desires to change the world to pave a new path to birth a new age but still Every so often, my breathing slows down and almost halts. When it remembers the grieving, I try not to dwell. I try not to dwell for too long in those moments of grief. try to remind myself that I am beautiful, that I am loved and wanted by myself before anyone, and that that matters more than anything in the world. I guess it'd be pointless to just say these things and not really talk about how to cope or what you do in times like these when the mother wound is just a bit prominent and sore and you find yourself gasping for air once again wanting to stay afloat your sea of grief because I'm sure nothing compares to that motherly love Most of my life has been a long journey of 
craving an AK to be liked by my mother, to be loved wholesomely by her. And it's always felt like the most unattainable, the most unrealistic thing in life. And I stop myself sometimes when I'm trying to achieve new goals and new things in my life. And I wonder why it's so difficult. Why things feel so difficult. And I understand it's just perspective. But when the one thing in your life that should have been so simple. And so self-spoken for. Is so difficult. When you are taught that gaining your mother's love and appreciation is the most difficult, arduous process of life, ah, then of course everything else in your life is going to feel so difficult. Because that was sort of the theme within me that good things, normal things, simple things and basic things are hard to get. You have to suffer for them. Even then you may not know for sure whether you get them. (sighs) Things like freedom. Hobbies. Or crafts. Or jobs that bring me joy. Just feel like a sin. They feel like. Tapping into the dark sides of your ego. Even as I'm saying this, I know that's not bad, because we have ego, and without ego, we'd all be dead inside. We'd have no desires, no wishes, no ambitions. The ego drives the soul, and it's not good to deny your dark shadow parts as well as your outer parts, your light your light self I've had to agree to disagree that I am not a bad person and that in this case how my mother feels about me And how or what I truly am do not correlate. I grew up with the beliefs being instilled within me that heaven lies under the feet of your mother. And that no no matter what you do, your mother has to be pleased and happy with your actions. She has to approve And if she doesn't, you don't stand a chance in hell. You don't stand a chance to get anywhere good in your life. You will most likely never be successful. You will most likely never accomplish much. And you will most likely suffer with hardship. So you can imagine what happens if you displease your mother. 
and go against the grain, go against what she wants you to be, that pain you cause her? If you want to live with that, you must be an evil demon. If you choose to go against the grain and choose to instill that kind of grief within your mother, the one where you break her expectations of you, You know, where do you hide from a sin like that? It's safe to say that being brought up like that is tremendously confusing. And you go up with piles of guilt and grief that you have no explanation for. You don't understand why you want to grief so often. Personally, the grieving part is also a learned habit for me. Growing up, my mother used to cry a lot, and pour out her emotions a lot, and weep and weep and weep, and instill within me that her greatest desires would be for me to be married, for me to be this, for my siblings to be that, that that would make her happy, that that would be something that would quieten her soul. So already understanding that she was going to be very hard to please, very, very hard to please, from childhood, it was quite difficult, but I did, growing up, until I was 18, I wanted to please my mother so bad, I would do everything for her, looked after her children, practically raised them, and my nephews until she passed that all on to me and made me feel like a young mother who's had children way too soon who wishes she could go and hang out with her friends and do careless things that other non-having-children people will do. I had to undress all of that grief and all of that guilt and I had to leave it somewhere because I couldn't carry that. I could not carry my mother's pain. I started realising that Perhaps my mother birthed her pain through me, that this was a process that started long before I was born. When you have unhealed traumas 
and give birth to them. I realised that perhaps I never stood a chance in understanding that I was never going to be receiving that love from her. That this was never this kind of relationship. This was never a mother and daughter bond. And that this storyline is something completely different. This one was about lessons. Life purpose. Soul visions. And it was not about mother and daughter. I feel like somewhat of an alien. Like someone who was just born to no one from nothing. And I just came to be one day, somehow, some way. I don't remember being in her womb. I don't remember the warmth. I just remember being thrust into the world with no one to truly care for me. I learned to care for myself from a very, very, very young age. Emotionally and spiritually and physically. My, my, my mother was always very fragile and vulnerable. It drew me to God from a very young age. I would converse with him while I was laying in my bed, consumed by all the fears. I was such a terrified little child. I was scared by everything. And I understand now it's because I never felt safe. I was never made to feel safe and protected by anyone around. Never. Like, actually never. But I know I have always been protected. I always had my angels and my spirit guides around me and that's how I made it in this world. Because a person with my background, with my lack of love and attention and support and guidance in life, I feel like I should have ended up in a ditch somewhere. Like an addict of some sort. But I'm not. I'm well-rounded. I'm creative. I'm wonderful, I'm loved, I'm successful, and more importantly, I am very sure of myself, I'm very sure that I am capable 
do many things. And I'm a human who helps other humans and loves other people so fiercely they never question what love means. And I'm grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful endlessly for the blessings and the abundance all around me. I love my angels and my spirit guides for them having left my side. If you've experienced something similar in your life, I suggest you start journaling if you don't already. Write about your grief. Let it all pour out as dark as and as twisted as it may seem or feel write about your grief if it wants to be written about. Write and write and write and write until you've poured it all out, out of your vessel. Find the things that bring you joy and allow yourself to experience them because you deserve to, because you care about you so much that you want to take you to do nice things for you. Remind yourself that that child version of yourself is there within you, but now there is an adult self there to guide you. You take the little you and you protect them. You make them feel safe. You make them feel wanted. And you make them feel protected in each and every way that they need. You learn to listen in. As I ask little Iman what scares her and she tells me, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be around here anymore. I don't feel safe here anymore. As I learn to listen in and provide her with what she needs, I begin to heal. I begin to understand my own pains. I begin to understand transmutation. You are not alone and you have never been alone. I travel back in time to painful memories. with my angels and my adult self 
so that I may help my younger self. And I change the outcome. I used to be so attached to needing to remember how things went exactly. needing to remember the injustices because if I don't remember then who will and who can I tell about my pain not realising that I was making myself relive the traumas over and over and over again and again and again and it was the most excruciating thing in life When feelings come up now, I sit there with them, I tell the feeling I am here, I'm present with you and I hear you, and I allow it to show me what it wants to show me as I breathe in and out deeply and constantly. I then go back there. I change the script. I change the ending. From traumatic to normal. And if that's too hard, I go from traumatic to alright. And then in a little while, or whenever I feel called to do so again, I can. Soften it some more. I allow my younger self to believe that it never had a reason to be fearful, never had a reason to be scared and to feel so alone because I do truly believe that I have always been surrounded by angels and spirit guides, and except I didn't know that then. So I go back to remind my younger self that she wasn't alone. She truly wasn't alone. She has been protected and kept safe all of these years. I just wanted to put this out there because this is a very intense grief, a very intense feeling that is so hard to come to terms with and to understand and to to feel better with and as you realised if you've listened to the this voice note all this time that I never once mentioned reaching out to your mother or speaking to her or finding ways of reconciling all you need to do is heal your inner child listen to them and I ask her what she wants 
She tells me she never wants to go home again. So why would I force my younger self to reconcile, to try again, to traumatize myself further? What's done is done. When she is fully healed and integrated with my adult self, perhaps there'll be time to move on to the next steps of reconciling, of fixing, of perhaps when I have completely healed that will no longer even be a desire at all learn to detach yourself from worldly expectations and to me funny enough having parents who are kind, loving and supportive have been otherworldly expectations for me. And those have been things I've have come to terms with. And I have accepted that I am a starseed. I belong to no one but myself. I come from no one but the universe itself. I did not come from anyone, I came for everyone. Thank you for listening, thank you for being here with me in these moments. I hope this has somehow brought you some peace, some clarity, and some, some love self-love. I love you. You are wonderful.